Hi, podcast listeners. We wanted to let you know that you can hear all of Dr. Wayne Dyer's audios right now in the Hay House Unlimited audio app. With your subscription, you'll have unlimited access to every one of Dr. Dyer's audiobooks, meditations, lectures, and interviews. Enjoy his wisdom and soothing words whenever and wherever is best for you, while you take your morning walk, wash the dishes, or before you go to bed. The app also features thousands of other Hay House audios from authors like Louise Hay, Caroline Mace, David Hawkins, and so many more. And with no credits or limits and truly unlimited listening, you'll never be short on inspiration. You can start your free 14-day trial today. Apple users visit hayhouse.com slash apple dash dire. And Android users visit hayhouse.com slash android dash dire. Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. Let's go to Sharon calling all the way from New Zealand. And thank you so much for holding, Sharon, if you're there on line six. And welcome to the show. Hello. How are you, Dr. Dyer? I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Um, I'm actually from Ireland, but I'm living in New Zealand for six months with my partner. Oh, in Auckland? Uh, I'm in Wellington, actually. In Wellington. Oh, I spoke there, too, many years ago with my friend John Gray. Uh, Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Yes, tell me, what's on your mind? Um, In July last year, um, I lost a brother to suicide, Dr. Dye. Mm-hmm. And um, he was a, an alcoholic, and I guess at 36 years of age, he just decided to check out of life is the way I like to think of it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I basically wanted just your view on suicide. Um, and also, I can remember reading, I think it was in your inspiration book, about what you said about your father. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that his alcoholism and stuff, um, you know, that his conversation with God that right. um, that he you know he'd give up his journey on life to teach kind of you and the rest of your family these important lessons and is that mm-hmm. what happened to my is that what happened to Gary? You know? Well, it's hard for me to say. I mean, I didn't know Gary. I don't. I don't claim to be able to uh, you know to read why somebody else would make that kind of a decision. Was it an overdose or was it a deliberate act? It was a hanging. It was a hanging. So it, so he mm-hmm. he decided to end his life. You know, alcohol and particularly these, uh, so many of these uh, pharmaceutical drugs like Oxycontins and Vicodins and so on that, that people are taking these days that are legal things, you know, and alcohol legal things um, are, uh, uh, you know, when they get inside of you, they're, all, they're like demons for some people, you know, and, um, and, and yeah. living with them. You know, they say that, uh, you know, an addiction is... Uh, Never getting enough of of what you don't want, never getting enough of what you despise, you know. So that, uh, and and some people just simply can no longer continue to live with this demon that uh, makes such demands uh, on them, and that that's what it sounds like that it was uh, a case for Gary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and, um, and you he, know, he, he kind of like um, he'd been drinking on and off for like twelve years, but um, mm-hmm. just before just just before he done it, we actually um, you know, we got him some help. Um, not uh-huh. handsome, but we we got him to like a GP who um, 
give him some of those um, like antidepressants and stuff to get mm-hmm. him off alcohol. And he actually coped really well. He was off it for like um, five weeks, and you know it was it was almost like watching a flower come back to life. Mm. You know, you know, we started seeing a sparkle come back in his eyes, and all we thought mm. he was like, we thought we were actually getting our brother back. And um, sometimes I think what happened to him was that he tasted the sobriety and he couldn't handle it. He knew he couldn't go yeah. back to the way he was, and you know, but you know, sometimes the way. Yeah, the way I look at all of it, though, I mean, it's, I, I don't think that there's any accidental deaths and, and even suicides. I, I think that we come into this world when we're supposed to. It's all orchestrated by a divine and organizing intelligence that, uh, you know, allows us to choose life. And um, and I think we leave when we're supposed to as well. We think of it as an act of volition, but I'm not quite sure about that. Um, did he ask you to forgive him? Did he leave a note of any kind? He just, he just... Um... I dropped him off on a Wednesday evening. Um, he had a little mm-hmm. place, and you know, when he got back on the drink, he went there and had his wee drink and stuff. Mm-hmm. And something really strange happened that night when I dropped him off. You know, um, it was as if he'd already decided. Doctor Darry kind of skipped into his apartment. You know, like mm-hmm. like, like yes. a child, as if his burden had been lifted. Mm-hmm. It was so strange. Um, yeah. He just all he said in the note was, um, "I'm sorry. I love you all." Um, I had everything and I lost it. That's all Well, you know what? You know, then then that's what you have to do with Gary. You have to accept his apology. And accepting yeah. his apology means that you see him only in love, knowing that he's with God, knowing that uh, you know he's in a place that is free from addictions because there's not there's no no things there where he is. He's purely in the land of spirit, in the world of spirit. And uh, mm-hmm. and he had every absolute every right to decide that that was as long as, as far as he wanted to go with this. Um, yes, you're sorry. Yes, you're hurt. But he asked you to forgive him when he said, "I'm sorry." Oh, and I, I forgive- don't blame him. Yeah, forgiving him though means getting the grief out of your heart, and and yeah. and, and and getting the sadness because he wants you to be. That's why he apologized. He wants you to be. Uh, in a state of peace and a state of happiness. That's what he wanted for you, and uh, and thought misguidedly, but thought that taking his own life would bring you that. When in fact, when I used to, I, I had a practice for many many years, and I had people would come in and they would talk about their thoughts of suicide, and I would always try to explain to them uh, that the the problem with suicide is that you only hurt the people that love you the most. Um, that the people who don't love you are not are, are just as glad that you're gone, but the people who care about you and love you and, and adore you are the ones that you'll. So it's like a, a kind of a selfish kind of thing to do. But he did apologize, and his apology ought to be accepted in in the way that you clear your heart from this and know that yeah. he's. It, it was all perfect. It was absolutely all perfect, as as sad as it would be, and know that this. You know, and particularly when you start mixing by alcohol with antidepressants and so on, very often, um, you know, thoughts of suicide are, are much, much more common uh, yeah. when, when that happens as well. So, um, anyway, let's. We'll, we'll, he ha- yeah, he go- has left. He has left a wee son behind. I just wanted to ask your advice on, um, mm. you know, how to guide his wee son. Um, you know, how to, how to heal his wee heart with it. What sort of things could you say to his son? How old is his son? He's 15. He's 15. Does the son know that his father committed suicide? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I think that you uh, that you you always speak to the son in terms of all the wonderful things about his father. 
and uh, and and remind you know remind him what a great man he was and how terrific he was, and that uh, he got a de- he got demons uh, located inside of him, and be very cautious about those demons because they can go from one generation to the next to the next, and just keep yeah. reminding him uh, reminding him of that, but always let him see his father in a positive light, because that one simple act doesn't define your, uh, his father. Gary isn't yeah. defined by the fact that he decided to end his life. Gary gets uh, defined by so much of the good that he did in his life and the joy that was there for him as a young boy, as a young man, uh, all of his great contributions. Try to make that the focus of, uh, of his son's life. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.